Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. One of the main goals of this podcast is to help you take charge of your life so that you can accomplish anything you set out to do. But I know that many of you would like additional help beyond this podcast. That's where our new sponsor, Personal Revolution, comes in. In the Personal Revolution Podcast, best-selling author and life coach Allison Task helps you take control of your life with inspiration and humor so that you move from where you are now to where you want to be and have fun doing it. It's like having a personal coach whispering in your ear. This three-month podcast course, along with bonus episodes each month, help you create a clear vision for what you want out of life. Remove the frustrating blocks that are holding you back. Develop a detailed action plan that will drive you to where you want to be. And build the network that will help you create your future. The Personal Revolution Podcast comes with a personal workbook and real-time access to a community of other changemakers working toward their goals with positivity, possibility, and momentum. And for a limited time, All of this is available to you for free. Download the Himalaya app in your app store. Look up Personal Revolution and enter the promo code REVOLUTION at checkout to get your first month absolutely free. If you are ready to go after a better life, you are ready for Personal Revolution. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from... The Power of Truth, by William George Jordan, published in 1902. Intolerance is part of the unnecessary friction of life. It is prejudice on the warpath. Intolerance acknowledges only one side of any question, its own. It is a monopoly in thinking. The attitude of a person who believes they have a corner on wisdom and truth. Tolerance, on the other hand, is a calm, generous respect for the opinions of others, even one's enemies. It recognizes the right of every person to think their own thoughts, to live their own life, to be themselves in all things, so long as it does not run counter to the rights of others. It means giving to others the same freedom that we ourselves crave. Tolerance is silent justice, blended with sympathy. If the one who is tolerant desires to show others the truth as they see it, they seek with gentleness and deference to point out the way in which they have found peace and certainty. They try to raise others to the recognition of higher ideals. They endeavor in a spirit of love and comradeship to lead others rather than to drive them, to persuade and convince rather than to overawe and eclipse. Tolerance does not use the battering ram of argument or the club of sarcasm or the rapier of ridicule in discussing the weaknesses or wrongs of individuals. 
It may lash or scourge the evil of an age, but it is kind and tender with the individual. Tolerance makes the individual regard truth as higher than personal opinion. It teaches us to live with the windows of our lives open towards the east, so that we may catch the first rays of the sunlight of truth, no matter from whom it comes, and to realize that the faith that we so harshly condemn may have the truth we desire if we would only look into it and test it before we repudiate it so cavalierly. This world of ours is growing better, more tolerant and open-minded. The days when difference in political opinions was solved and cured by the axe and the block, when the courage to stand by your religion meant facing the horrors of the Inquisition or the cruelty of the stake, when daring to think your own thoughts on questions of science brought free thinkers to a dungeon cell, those days have happily passed away. Intolerance and its twin brother ignorance weaken and die when the pure white light of wisdom is thrown upon them. Knowledge is the death knell of intolerance, not mere book learning, nor education in schools or colleges nor accumulation of mere statistics, nor shreds of information, but the large sympathetic study of the lives, manners, customs, struggles, progress, motives, and ideals of other ages, other nations, other individuals. Tolerance unites us in closer bonds of human brotherhood and sisterhood, brings us together in unity and sympathy in essentials, and gives us greater freedom in non-essentials. Intolerance believes it is born with a peculiar talent for managing the affairs of others, without any knowledge of the details, and better than the people themselves who are giving their life's thought to vital questions. Intolerance is the voice of the Pharisees still crying through the ages and proclaiming their infallibility. Intolerance makes its great mistakes in measuring the needs of others from its own standpoint. Intolerance ignores the personal equation in life. What would be an excellent book for a person of 40 might be worse than useless for a middle schooler. The line of activity in life that we would choose as our highest dream of bliss, as our paradise, might, if forced on another, be to them worse than prison. What would be a very acceptable breakfast for a sparrow, would be a very poor meal for an elephant. When we sit in solemn judgment of the acts and characters of those around us, and condemn them with the easy nonchalance of our ignorance, yet with the assumption of omniscience, we reveal our intolerance. On the other hand, tolerance ever leads us to recognize and respect the differences among those who are near to us, to make allowance for differences in training and opportunities, in ideals and motives, in tastes and opinions, in temperaments and feelings. 
Intolerance seeks to live other people's lives for them. Sympathy helps us to live their lives with them. We must accept humanity with all its weakness and folly, and seek to make the best of it, just as humanity must accept us. We learn this lesson as we grow older, and with our increasing knowledge of the world, we see how much happier life would have been for us and others if we had been more tolerant, more charitable, more generous. No one in the world is absolutely perfect. If we were, we would probably be transported from earth to heaven as Elijah of old, without waiting for the sprouting of wings or the passport of death. So let us accept the little failings of those around us as we accept facts in nature and make the best of them. For these failings are not absolute faults, but often individual peculiarities. Instead of concentrating our thought on the one weak spot in a character, let us seek to find some good quality that offsets it. Just as a credit may more than cancel a debt on a ledger account. Let us not constantly speak of roses having thorns. Let us be thankful that the thorns have roses. In nature there are both thorns and prickles. Thorns are organic. They have their root deep in the fiber and being of the twig. While prickles are superficial being lightly held in the cuticle or covering of the twig. There are likewise thorns in the character that reveal an internal disharmony that can be controlled only from within, while there are also prickles in character, which are merely peculiarities of temperament that the eye of tolerance may overlook and the finger of charity can gently remove. The tenderness of tolerance will illuminate and glorify the world, as moonlight makes all things beautiful, if we only permit it. Measuring a person by their weakness alone is unjust. Their little frailty may be but a small mortgage on a large estate. It is narrow and petty to judge by the mortgage on a character. Let us consider instead the equity the excess of the real value over the claim against it. Unless we sympathetically seek to discover the motive behind the act, to see the circumstances that inspired a course of living, the target at which someone is aiming, our snap condemnations are but arrogant and egotistical expressions of our intolerance. All things must be studied relatively instead of absolutely. The hour hand on a clock does just as valuable work as the minute hand, even though it is shorter and seems to do only one-twelfth as much. Intolerance in the home shows itself in over-discipline, in an atmosphere of severity, heavy with prohibitions. The home becomes a place strewn with please keep off the grass signs. It means the suppression of individuality, the breaking of the wills of children, 
instead of their development and direction. It is the foolish attempt to mold the child from the outside, as a potter does clay. The higher method is the wise training that helps a child to help themselves in their own growth. Parents often forget their own youth. They do not sympathize with their children in their need of pleasure, of dress, of companionship. While there should be a few absolutely firm rules on essentials, the basic principles of living, the largest possible leeway should be given for the varying manifestations of individuality in the non-essentials. Confidence, sympathy, love, and trust generate a spirit of tolerance and sweetness that works marvels. While intolerance converts live, natural children into prigs of counterfeit virtue and irritatingly good automatons of obedience. Tolerance is a state of mutual concessions. In the family life, there should be a constant reciprocity of independence, of mutual forbearance. It is the instinctive recognition of the sacredness of individuality, the right of each to live their own life as best they can. When we set ourselves up as dictators to tyrannize over the thoughts, words, and acts of others, we are sacrificing the divine power of influence with which we may help others for the petty triumph of tyranny which repels and loses them. Let us realize then that tolerance is ever broadening. It develops sympathy, weakens worry, and inspires calmness. It is charity and optimism. Let us be tolerant of the weakness of others, and sternly intolerant of our own. Let us seek to forgive and forget the faults of others losing sight to a degree of what they are, in the thought of what they may become. Let us fill their souls with the inspiring revelation of their possibilities, in the majestic march of humanity's evolution. Let us see for ourselves and for them, in the acorn of their present, the towering oak of their future. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Get the best of our podcast in heirloom hardcover or digital ebook by visiting inspirationallifelessons.com. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.